Well, I just started recording because why not? Why not just you want to listen to me breathing heavily as I trudge up the stairs here? That actually could be Patreon content. Someone might. <laughs> Although all of my Patreon subscribers are normal and nice. But here's hoping for weird ones in 2024. <laughs> yeah. Hey, there was that guy on stage last night, just uh that musician who I loved him. Don't go after him. Okay. All right. So so it's <laughs> off the table to say that it was fucking weird that this guy was going on about please send me bags of piss. Are you pissing? You miss this? I miss I, like my head was so I was so overwhelmed with all the shit I had to do. I missed that was literally that was who all of it. Set that. the room up for me uh, <laughs> for the show. It's it was good. him, and then Red Band, and then that Hispanic guy who just kept going, "Fuck, bro, fuck, yeah, bro, <laughs> yeah," and then it was me. So like when I tell you, I want to take them on tour and have them open for me always. <laughs> Okay, hang out for a second. I'm going to do the intro. Hey, everybody. You're listening to a bonus episode of Service from Hell with uh, my good friend, comic and voice actor, Lisa Curry. Uh, she also co-hosts a podcast with Matthew Sheffield that is called Doom Scroll. And I was on it. It's a super fun show. They do uh, topical news stories and riff off of them, but it's also like informative. They're big nerds. It's a good show. Um, Lisa is finishing up her tour of the entire United States uh, and starting off 2024 with a bang. And we are currently both in the same house in Austin, Texas. Uh, she is in a different room. We're recording um, because I was like, hey, Will you be on the show again? You guys know her. You love her. She's already been on the show a hundred times. We did this in Pittsburgh last, right? Wasn't that the last time? We did time? this in Pittsburgh. Yeah. And yeah. that was in 2021. That was early That's 2021. Wild. Like You have a good memory. I don't remember. I, I was the, going through it in my head. I was like, was it Philadelphia or was it Pittsburgh? Oh, yeah. I only remembered because I lived in 10 different fucking places that year. That's how <laughs> That's how I remember. Because I, because I remember, oh, February, March, I was in Brooklyn. And then I was back in my cousins briefly. And then for... The rest of April and May, I was in Nashville, and then I was back at my cousin's. This is good content. Very briefly. Let's go through the yeah. whole. Why don't you say how many miles everything took, how long you were in the car? Let's get really as specific. All right, get ready, possible. strap in, people. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're doing a bonus episode uh, because we are obviously in the same house, and also we are in um, a different part of the world with customer service experiences being <laughs> um, varied. And Lisa has the great distinct pleasure of being a full-time comic. So she doesn't have to work in customer service. What an asshole. But um, <laughs> whilst we were here, I picked up uh, a job at the Sunset Strip Comedy Club. And it has been lovely. Haley is lovely. Everybody there is lovely. It has been so kind because I'm only here. Well, we're only here for like two weeks. Um, and it was nice to pick up shifts. But it's different out here. It's different. The mm, customers bit, yeah. are a little different. Um and I was telling Lisa, like last time I was here, when I was considering moving, I asked a server, I was like, oh, you know, what do you think of working here or being here? And he goes, oh, it sucks. Don't work here. And I was like, welcome to Texas. We're really, we're really doing it. Um, so I don't necessarily have one particular thing to gripe about. I just think it's all different now. And I feel like I've just come out of a hole where I was like in a bunker for several years. And now that I did like a quick customer service job, I was like, oh, okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, things are different. 
But I will say they have a new option where you, not new, it's probably not new. It's new to me where you have a mm-hmm. handheld, um, you know, payment device, and then you mm-hmm. muscle people into tipping you. I didn't get stiffed one time last night. Oh yeah. And I think it's cause you stand over them and like, they're not about to z- smash that no tip button when you're, I would, you, I, I know you, <laughs> I know you would. but I don't know, Lisa has, has it been like, have you noticed a difference in customer service? All, cause you've been all over the country in the last like mm-hmm. year. So do you have places where you're like, oh, it's better here. It's worse there. Um, I will say, and that we've chatted about this outside of Los Angeles and New York, there's no such thing as service. <laughs> <laughs> People are, they'll make their way to your table when they feel like it. They don't care. Write a Yelp review, go pound sand. You know, they don't, <laughs> um, they couldn't care less. I also feel weird about the them handing you the thing. Because now the options are, they could give you the worst service in the world. And there's three little bubbles that show up. And uh, I've seen it either be, it's never 15% is never an option. It's either 18, 20, or 22, or it's 20, 22, or 25. And I'm like, the day I'm tipping you 25%, what are you you talking about? Mm -hmm. What are you talking about? A quarter of the bill? This is getting outrageous. Yeah, I agree with you. And I think that the other thing that people don't know is that like there's tip out. I mean, we've talked about it on the show, but Mm -hmm. there's tip out percentages off of the tip. So you're not just floating the employment of the server. You're Mm -hmm. floating the employment of every person that that server has to tip out. (laughs) Everybody, management's getting a cut back in the janitor. Oh, I had a manager straight up. I don't know if I said this in my thing, but I had a manager straight up steal our tips because you had to drop them in little envelopes um, into a safe. And I worked with my sister-in-law and I was like, I don't have, I was like, I would collect my tips and I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. I worked with Nikki for three days this week. Like I should have tips from Nikki. And he's like, I don't know. You can't trust anybody. And it's like, it's my sister-in-law. I know her. I know she wouldn't have, I've known her since I was 10. She got me the job here. Like there's no way she wouldn't tip out. And then, and they had hired him. He had embezzled like tens of thousands of dollars from his last job. And they were like, oh, everybody deserves a second chance. And I'm like, meanwhile, him and all the owners and other managers were on cocaine every night. I'm like, a second chance or is he like giving you a discount on fucking getting gacked? Come on. That, that part. That part. <laughs> yeah, I've had I've had managers skim off the top. The the way that it works nowadays, I guess, is that you don't get any of your tips the same night. Like it's all on your check. And so no, you're just away. hoping that they're on it. You're hoping like I just thought I was like, oh, this system, this sucks. Because Mm-mm. there's no way where I can be like, Hey, I think that table tipped me like pretty fat. Like they, they really took care of me and I'm only seeing like 50 bucks on my check. Like what happened? It's like, well, the disbursement the this, they just say corporate words and you're like, okay, so So they tip out on your behalf also. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, no, no. I don't like that. I I don't don't like that at all. I don't either. Also, I mean, you guys, if you have listened to me at all, talk anywhere, you know that I like a little scam here and there and I'm going to scam. I'm just, I like scheming and scamming and uh, I don't like paying taxes. And the thing with putting all your tips on your check is you're taxed to hell. You can't skim $20 from anywhere. Sure can't. Sure You can't just not claim that. I didn't claim tips for the entire time I worked at one of the places I worked at. How did, okay. You said that before. Is that really true? Like you would put zero every time? I hit zero every day. Every day. And that I never... think I think there may have been in three years, there may have been a dozen times where I was like, 
a dollar, four dollars. I mean, oh, look, I, I had to get my my money. <laughs> well, I, could, I, guess, I literally like, could not have survived financially without doing that. And if you think about it, like, I guess it's demonstrable if if the if they want to audit each individual receipt that was like added mm-hmm. a tip and signed. But for the most part, like a tip isn't a guarantee. The only guarantee that you're given is the, in Texas, $5 an hour that we're making. So it's like (laughs) that crispy five. Yeah. Let that sink in. Um, is the only thing that I guess is guaranteed. This is why the systems being all on those handhelds sucks because Mm -hmm. it's all like, it's every, the system, whatever that is, knows how much you're getting tipped. But you know, I mean, am I, and also I'm paying taxes. I'm just realizing this now. I'm paying taxes on the full amount on what of you're the tipping tip, out. Mm-hmm. And I'm paying taxes on what I'm tipping out. Mm-hmm. That... That's always been a huge problem for me because I'm like, I'm I'm not walking home with this much money. The tip out procedure is insane. They're not claiming that shit. No. You think the buzzer is going and doing his due diligence and claim? No, 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 no. Well, I guess if they put it on the check, but like you're getting, that's, I mean, I guess it's not double taxation because double taxation would be the same person again. But it's the same, I, it's the same yeah. money getting taxed twice. Mm-hmm. Because if I'm if I got a $20 tip and that is taxed, and then off of my $20 on John's, you know, the busser's t- tip mm-hmm. or his tip. I'm not being clear because I'm mad right now, because now I'm realizing <laughs> I'm probably gonna see five dollars. I think they get it. Yeah, you understand. <laughs> but I think, you know, we talk about this a lot, that the tipping system is flawed and the, you know, I always say a tip is a gift. And in, in California, the nice thing is you have to make minimum wage. And I think in certain parts of California, it's 1025. So at least your time, if you aren't tipped, mm-hmm. you're getting, you know, five extra dollars. But here, like five bucks an hour. I don't know. What is that even on my training shift? I made federal 15- minimum wage. No, yeah. I made $15 on the first shift I worked for four hours of work. Yeah. And they're supposed to make up the difference and pay you and they're not going to. Oh yeah. They you mentioned do. that. Will you explain that to the audience? What you mean? So the, the rule is, and this includes like, if it's a slow night and you only have a couple of tables, if your tips plus your hourly don't come out to the federal minimum wage, the restaurant is supposed to pay you the difference. Wait, so that's that true on a slow make, night too? That's true nationally. That's true everywhere even on slow nights. And let, let me tell you, I worked for two twenty five an hour for a long, long time in Indiana. That never happened. Not once. Never. They never made up the difference. You could walk out of there with $30 for the night. They never paid you the difference in the minimum wage. That is wild to me. Legally, I didn't know they're supposed to. Yeah. 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 Even if it's a slow night. See, because that's how they get away with counting your tips as part of their wage, your wage and not paying you. It's, it's contingent upon them doing that that's the only reason that law exists like that that they can pay you less see and here's the thing i'm gonna make this a parallel and this isn't about that but like this is why when all the actors were excited about the sag deal we just got and i was devastated it's this because the ai protections are like oh they'll pay you if you bring it up to them and say hey you used my image no they won't hire you no they just will never hire you again Mm -hmm. this is the same thing in, in the restaurant world especially in la it's so competitive that if i go to the manager and i'm like hey this was a slow night. You can see that I only had two tables and I made, you know, well in California, it wouldn't count because we're getting minimum wage, but like out here, if I had the, the cojones to be like, they Hey, would they would, I, I'd be, be like down the stairs. Yes. They'd murder me. I would end up deceased. They would think it was hilarious and then annoying. Yeah. Or they'd be it, like, I don't know, write your Congressperson. Fuck you. 
this is why like <laughs> the peasants are revolting. Like mm-hmm. every, this is why people have had it because yeah. I didn't know that. Now I matter. You're not helping me feel better. This, <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> Would you ever, do you think if you, God forbid, had to like do one of these jobs again, I know you said you'd rather like saw off your own head. So I know you never would, yeah. but like, if you had to, would you, at you know, who, being who you are now with the experience you have, would you go to a manager? Current me, yeah. Current right. me, yeah. And I wouldn't leave the building until you agreed to that, until we <laughs> figured that out. I got time. What's the up. difference? $19? I'm waiting for it. <laughs> they start like <laughs> cleaning the floors, turning out all the lights. Yeah. You're like, I'll be here. Yeah. I'll be right here. Yeah. The manager's out of frustration, hands me $20 out of his wallet. I'm like, thank you for the additional gift. Now make the <laughs> restaurant pay me. <laughs> thank you for the additional gifts. God, you'd be a nightmare. Don't hire Lisa. You have to, comedy has to keep working out for you because holy Christ, everyone would have a terrible time at that restaurant. The idea of me having a, like a, I don't know, just having, here's the thing too, like restaurant managers largely are the stupidest people that have ever walked the earth. <laughs> And so it's like me having to answer to one of them again. <laughs> These people can't spell. They don't know math. They, can, they don't read. <laughs> Ooh, that is. Uh, if all you've is... ever read is a uh, kitchen chit, then you, you're you not doing well. I'm not endorsing that opinion. I'm going to keep my mm-hmm. mouth shut uh, as someone mm-hmm. who currently has to be employed in that arena. Mm-hmm. Um, what would like, what do you think from top? Oh, because I should have said this up top. Lisa has done, um, not only did a bonus episode when we were in Pittsburgh, but also did a series. It's called Lisa Curry wants you to rob your boss. And it's a four parter. She, we talked for <laughs> fucking ever. It's a lot of interview. Listen, I've had like 50 day jobs. So you've had a couple. And I remembered more after afterwards. And I was like, this, this sucks. This is too <laughs> what much. Am I doing? Well, and so I'm we're, so if you were listening and you're like, well, we haven't gotten to any of the regular questions, it's because Lisa's already done them. Um, and I don't want to hear the stories again. Uh, but in this, in the context of this conversation, mm-hmm. if you have, if you walk into a restaurant, what is your mm-hmm. expectation of top to bottom? You're like, oh, this was an excellent experience. I, for me, I like, uh, I like them to strike a balance between being like, uh, friendly and helpful and too attentive because I've had look I've I've had a couple of times where I sit down with somebody and like we're we're having a rough time I mean one time with a family member we had just we were talking about uh, another family member who had died and we sat down and we were both like holding back tears like I was starting to cry and the server came over she's like all right do you want to hear the specials and I'm like uh, no, I would like my cousin to be alive again. Like I didn't, I mean, I didn't say that, but we just kind of sat there and neither of us, cause we were like on the verge of tears. So neither of us could say anything. Cause we were like, if I open up my mouth, I'm going to start sobbing. And so we just sat there and she's like, so today we have a sea bass. And I'm like, is this woman fucking insane? I don't care about the specials right now. I don't care if you bring water. I don't care if this place is firebombed while we're sitting here. Like it's too much lady. But then some people just don't, they leave you be also also this whole and then we probably talked about this before because this infuriates me to all hell but this new thing where you are you were fully serving yourself but you have to Girl. order first and you have to tip i stopped going there's a place and i'll smear them i stopped going to <laughs> blue jam on melrose i used to love that place and then during the pandemic they started doing like a you come up to the counter and you purchase uh, and then you 
sit down and they 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 only bring your food. They don't bust your table. They don't check on you. You get your own water. It's you have to get up and go ask them for more coffee at the counter and they expect a tip when you pay. And I'm like, well, I can't not tip, even though I'm doing my whole service because you're handling my food. But also, like, what are we what are we doing in that place? Used to there used to be a line out the door. No more. People don't. And it's also like there's also this thing of like during COVID, a lot of companies or a lot of restaurants went to the QR code menu. I hate it. I don't want I want to look at a paper menu. I don't want to scroll back and forth and be like, where were burritos? And like, where? I don't like that. I don't like order. It. Oh, Blue Jam, you have to order on your phone. Actually, oh. there's that's the thing. And you put in your credit card information and whatever, which is also like you can't share an app and split it with somebody else. Also, Dude, what are that, they do? What part of the exchange are they involved with? Then you've none. paid, you've cashed yourself out. None. You order at the counter. Yeah, you do. You do all of it. It's or you order on your phone, or you can order at the counter. I think I, whatever, because I've said both. But I I remember last time paying on my phone, and it's it's such horseshit. I hate it. I'm like, you are not serving me. Make make an effort. If I had Take to. It. If I had to tip you ahead of time, I'm like, I'm not, I just straight up won't go to those places anymore. Oh, I was going to say, so during COVID, a lot of places switched to a shit version of service because it was necessary. They wanted less contact between people. And now they're continuing to say it's because of that. Like there, there's, I think it was at, uh, maybe at LaGuardia recently, I was at, in airports are doing this too. This is infuriating where they had one of their their uh water stations their water fountain it was completely shut off and there was a sign that said uh shut off due to covid they no we're not allowed we don't require to wear masks anymore this is a fucking lie you want to drive me over there so i can buy a 15 dollar bottle of water and i refuse i refuse i'll drink out of the sink in the bathroom because <laughs> fuck you <laughs> and i won't even and i don't even mean fill my water bottle i mean drink out of it like a fucking gerbil that's what I mean. <laughs> With your little paws. Just yeah, just mouth up to the spigot. <laughs> like just just I'll put my mouth on it and just suck on it like a gerbil. <laughs> I that's the thing is like when you are wired for poverty, which that is changing, but when you I'll say I'll say it this way, not wired for when you have experience with being not the richest human, which come on 2024 yeah. with the winning the lottery yeah. situation, you are aware. When you're really asked to take it, like you, yeah. like I'm hyper fixated on the Ooh, now, yeah. hang on, now, hang on. You're right mm -hmm. now. I see you, boo boo, because I, I would have run the same scam. <laughs> and so, like, don't try to pull one over on me when I would have done the same thing but better. You're not even being subtle. That's where yeah. I'm more insulted. It's like if you're gonna do that, do it creatively. Fake yeah. it. Pretend you're also, giving me some kind of service. You have no idea how much pettiness I am capable of. Mm. It should, I, I should be in the Guinness you book. You should be, <laughs> really should be unmatched. <laughs> but how would you retain? So in that situation, like apart from, cause like, I think that's a real, that's a real cost of business that I don't necessarily think in Los Angeles is as obvious because there's mm -hmm. less, you know, there's so many humans that it's not like, oh, Lisa Curry doesn't come to Blue Jam anymore. It's, and like, I'm, you had said there used to be a line out the door and now there's not. So mm -hmm. there is a cost of doing business that is like, okay, if your dollars and cents end <laughs> up being less, then you're like, oh, I, I think we're doing something wrong. But what do you think the over under is that when they're going to figure out that it's because they're like 
scheming and scamming their customers or if they just think well it's inflation or it's you know nobody has any money anymore i think the the likelihood of anyone taking personal accountability for their mm-hmm. actions at this point is it, it very very uh that part it's sorry i'm stumbling over my words but like the, no one takes no one has any personal accountability anymore especially like since covid oh it's covid's fault that's what they're gonna say uh this is because of covid and i guess it can be to a degree that you guys got hit by covid but you also have outdoor seating and always have so what are you talking about um you like i'm in an argument with them and i don't even know them no i'm getting mad over here my heart is racing they're not here (laughs) (laughs) so i won't be able to sleep tonight i'll just be like (laughs) white knuckling my covers at the top (laughs) under my chin like They didn't take personal responsibility. I don't know that they didn't. <laughs> I'm going to go to my grave on that. Like that, put it on my fucking epitaph. Like that's, that's how I'm going down. You didn't if, do it right. Is what if it you're say. listening now, there's a 20% chance I've had a fake argument with you. <laughs> <laughs> Just simply by being a human in the world. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think that I don't think a business would be like, oh, you know what? This is because we are very clearly nickeling and diming people. This is because mm-hmm. we're not paying our people enough. Well, they say in Los Angeles County, if you make less than $72,000 a year, you qualify for all the poverty line benefits mm-hmm. or you should. Mm-hmm. You don't technically, mm-hmm. but you, you should. Don't. You yeah. don't. We wouldn't take care you of you. You have to make like $5,000 a year. A and year. Like, okay, you're poor. You can have health care for free and nothing else. <laughs> not a bus pass. <laughs> Don't even look at a garden. Get out of here, pores. <laughs> if you thought this included vegetables, you were incorrect. Yeah. Uh, get out of here, pores is a, oof, what a, what a mantra. What a I mantra. love LA. <laughs> this is an ad for moving to Los Angeles. Yeah. We're saying from be. Texas. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Flood the market, folks. Come on over. Yeah. <laughs> so do you feel like in general, because this is how I get I am such a people pleaser. And also because I have worked in customer service, I'm so nervous. Like yesterday is a great example. Um, I don't eat pork because I'm a hero. And Mm -hmm. I also can't have gluten because I'm 97. So I am so much fun to be out in public with. Lisa can confirm. And Mm -hmm. we went to, that's where you say yes. That's where you say yes. Yes. yes, yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. That felt real. (laughs) I Uh, thought it was enough. It was not. Um, So I went and met a friend who lives out here for lunch yesterday. And she is a bartender and I am <laughs> to date a server and we're, we get our meals and the guy brings it over. And like, mm-hmm. I was like, wow, literally none of this looks like what the menu described it as. Instead mm-hmm. of being like, he probably punched it in wrong. My brain immediately mm-hmm. went to, I read the menu wrong because that's <laughs> just course. how things are in my life. And I was like, <laughs> Hey, um, this, I had ordered a, to- a chicken tostada. Okay. Real simple. And I said, Hey, when I ordered, I have a gluten intolerance. Like, is, is this on a corn tortilla or is it on a, um, on a flour or whatever? And he goes, um, I think it's corn. And I go, great. He don't, he didn't know. And to the, on the side was supposed to be rice and beans. And I'm like, this will be, uh, this is going to be great. He brings my friends two tacos that she ordered, which I absolutely should have done. Simple, hard to mess up. He hands me my plate. You would think. You would think. And it is, um, <laughs> potatoes. And it is a baguette and it is filled with pork and vegetables. Now I don't catch that it's pork because I, you know, 
there's a long time where I didn't eat meat at all. So I'm like, this mm-hmm. is probably chicken. And I look and I was like, Hey, um, this, this tostada looks a lot like a baguette. And he goes, Oh no, that's the tostada. Mm-hmm. Now, Lisa, I'm not trying to make this about anything other than food, <laughs> but that gentleman clearly comes from a background where he would know the difference between a tostada and a baguette because the background being having been hired at the restaurant that serves both baguette and tostadas. <laughs> but I would, I'm, I'm going to venture to say his culture or the culture uh-huh. that his appearance would present. He uh-huh. may have been raised eating tostadas or they For were sure. a part of the experience at some point. Uh-huh. You know, sir, you know, that's a loaf of bread on my plate. Uh-huh. Like, you know that your eyes work. And he goes, oh, I can bring you a side of tostadas if you want. And I said, well, no, I don't want this to go to waste. I'll just eat it because I'm a, I'm just a hero. And my friend you know uh, also that if somebody messes up an order, the restaurant just throws it away because they don't they couldn't possibly stomach the idea of an employee having half a free meal. Correct. They'd rather just chuck it. I knew that was going to happen. And I also knew whatever they were going to make on the fly, that that guy was going to go down there. He wasn't going to blame himself and say, I, com- mm-hmm. I rang in a completely different order. He mm-hmm. was going to be like, oh, the customer didn't like this. So then, because that's what I've done. You always blame the customer. You never blame yourself. You're trying to maintain peace with these sociopaths. <laughs> See, so I like, did. And it was total chaos. Oh, yeah. I you, was like, you, whoops, a daisy. I messed you, up again. You can't do it. it. Can't it's do time it. today. Nope. Every day in a row. <laughs> nope. They're going to sit on your orders. They're going to fuck everything up. So I was like, no, no, it's okay. So as I'm eating, I'm like, this meat tastes like meat I've not eaten before. And then I'm like, this meat is rather dark. And then I was nauseous. And I was like, I think I'm eating pork. And so I can't eat whatever. I look at the bill because I he didn't want, he had the fucking handheld thing where you don't get to see the receipt. You just get to see if you're going to add a tip, which is just such a fun fucking game. <laughs> and I was like, I need to know that this motherfucker put in the wrong order. So I was like, could I get a printed receipt, please? And he goes, oh, sh- sure. Here's the thing. Also, people are acting like you're asking them to go to Kinko's and and make a that copy part. of the receipt for your scrapbook. It's that like, part. no, you, this is part of your job. This like, is part I, of this the exchange. Of the simplest part. <laughs> I didn't say go down the street and give me some ice cream. Print. I don't care that you have a handheld and you can't print from the handheld. Print from somewhere. Which, speaking of which, sorry to interject, but when you say go down the street and get some ice cream, there was a psycho uh, that used to come into one of the restaurants I worked at and it was o- the owners also owned another restaurant up the block. And, uh, he, and <laughs> when I first waited on him, he's like, um, cause we didn't, let's say we didn't carry Splenda. I don't know what it was that we didn't carry, but he's like, can you go next door and get me Splenda? And I was like, sure. Can't <laughs> no. And then so- another server was like, oh yeah, he always asks us to do that. And I'm like, I don't know why you're doing it. I'm not. Yeah. That's you not what you Leave for. the building and go to another restaurant to get <laughs> Splenda for you. Carry it on you. I always have. I always have Stevie on me because I'm a grandmother. Mima. And I, if there isn't Stevia available, I'm not like, hey, can you run to Trader Joe's and get a <laughs> box of Stevia packets for me? What? What? I'm not your personal assistant. I'm but not if your you, mommy. However, Lisa Curry, if you're handing me two crispy $100 bills, I'm about to bring you all the stevia you want for the rest of eternity. I'll go get you Arby's. Now, what are you talking I'll about? get in my car. I will leave the city. I will quit my job. $200. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I just wanted to wrap up uh, the terrible lunch I had yesterday. Then I um, got the printed receipt that I saw printed. It was printed in print, in printing, in printing in front of me in ink and black and white. It said a torta del pastor, which yeah. is a pork sandwich. Yeah. Pork sandwich. Not a, not a, not a chicken tostada, which is what I had ordered. And I just looked at that and I was like, I want so badly to be the person who's like, Hey man, you brought me something that I did not order and not like, you gotta, you gotta try it out this year. Cause then you're going to get drunk with power. It's amazing. Yeah. You've, you've turned a corner with this. I, yeah. I you really are. Cause it's also your money, your body. You don't want to ingest pork. What? Yeah. So you don't hurt his feelings. Guy is a full blown dipshit. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the thing when they're like, nobody wants to work. I thought that was like the drum getting beaten from the people who were like, Oh, everything, whatever. There's a microchip in the vax or whatever. But now that I'm like, <laughs> I, I don't know that everybody, I, I think they might be right that nobody wants to work. Cause they hired this guy. Like, <laughs> what was the interview process like for this guy? I really got to know. Like, <laughs> do you know how to hit? I can't tell you how easy. The handheld system is called Toast out here. I can't tell you how easy Toast is. Like, I, I had a training shift that within the first hour of the training shift, I had it sorted. And then I worked a full-blown shift last night, had it sorted. You, <laughs> I don't, the menu is I mean, there were maybe 40 items on the menu. That's a fair amount of items. And mm. I get it. Tostada and torta both start with T.O. I could see that. But one says chicken and one says El Pastor. Like, what did you, and they describe it on toast. Yeah. You see a description of the thing yeah. so that you know what to tell the customer. There, It is so dummy proof that you have to be certifiable if you mess that up. And I was like, this is here. Take, take all my money. For this mm -hmm. experience, eating something I don't want to eat. It's on me. It's on me. <laughs> I'm over it. I don't care. You seem to have made peace with it. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I wanted Let content. Me, I'm telling you what, 2024, just, you know, make that a thing for yourself. Like, make it a challenge. Like, okay. Like, step outside of yourself and be like, I'm not Kate Gaffney. I'm this other bad bitch who's not going <laughs> to eat pork just because you hand it to me. What is he your, is he your parent? Is this Thanksgiving dinner? Yeah, but if I step into my bad bitch energy, I'm going to be single until I die. Like, I have to be a little demure. I'm sorry. Are you not single in this energy? Fuck you. <laughs> you are. This is why you don't interview your friends. You are so rude. <laughs> I can turn into a single person. That could be dangerous. <laughs> I hate if, you so much. If I ever got the nerve to stand up for myself, <laughs> then it's fucking, it's curtains for my love life. <laughs> You're the rudest person on the planet. Huh? I could say the same about me. <laughs> You've only you're... stopped shitting so much. I don't even think that's the problem at this point. <laughs> I can't confirm that's got to be part of it. <laughs> Given all the rest of my behavior, it can't be more than 4%. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's a strong four percent. A solid four. It's a crispy four. It's a messy, oh. stinky four. It's a stinky four. <laughs> we can confirm. Uh, okay, so if you were in my situation yesterday, because even mm-hmm. like even my friend across the table from me, she was like, "You're too nice," and I was like, "Here's the thing: uh, when I die." I would rather be known as someone who was like agreeable and fun to be around than someone who was just like coming after buddy, everybody. Cause I have been around those people who were like, I wish somebody would. I'm no I like longer there's around just those no people. in between in your world. There isn't, there isn't. You are either a doormat or a fucking holding ammo. <laughs> I don't know. I would have been like, excuse me. I ordered a chicken tostada. This ain't it. <laughs> you know what or if i was like on one you know my 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 go-to phrases if i was like if he had like been being rude or something i'd be like you're not gonna believe this (laughs) this is not a chicken tostada that is my favorite thing to say when i've had it with customer service you say you're not gonna believe this yeah like i'll be like you are not gonna believe this I don't have another two hours to sit on the phone with you today. <laughs> You're going to be shocked to learn. I'm like, this is going to blow you away. <laughs> shocked and dismayed to learn that I can't keep doing this. Yeah. I won't raise my voice. I don't, I don't scream at people. I don't insult them. I, I don't insult their intelligence. It's I don't call them names. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 I can't go in with that energy all the time. <laughs> it's my friends and anyone hitting on me. <laughs> that was like when I met that guy the other night. Uh, <laughs> I'm leaving everyone unnamed. And he goes, when we were at the mothership, and he's like, oh, I'm a helicopter pilot. I was like, yeah, one of my friends is too. And he's not top 10 smartest people I know. <laughs> But what did he say back? He had a great response. He was immediately like, that's hilarious. I'm buying you a drink. <laughs> so there you go. And it worked out. It worked yeah, out. Yeah, I think he probably had some co-workers he didn't think super highly of. <laughs> I like that you're protecting him. He confirmed that. He definitely does. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I feel like, at least as far as like, I don't know, as far as being a woman, I feel like, it, I'll speak for all women, Part of the game with with life and getting what we need taken care of is either being really dumb and being like, oh, I just need to be helped or being really nice. I feel like if you just if you even so much as like skirt on to the territory of I might stand up for myself. It's like, well, there she is. She's a bitch. Listen to that bitch. Just being is a that bitch. What people are saying about me. <laughs> OK, this is we're having an intervention. I'm glad we got here organically. <laughs> Listen, you know what I would like, I think part of also why I started like really speaking up for myself is like, let it be a warning to everyone else. Like if you, if word gets around, like Lisa Curry it will not take your horse shit, then people aren't going to try me. You I know? mean, fair enough. Yeah. If, if it's like <laughs> Lisa Curry will do free work for you. Lisa Curry will show up and, you know, do all this extra, like that's why I'm like right out of the gate with people when they're like, Hey, can you do this thing? I'm like, what's the rate? Oh, it's zero. I simply don't have the time. It's, but I can confirm. I will say like, 
that is not even, you're not even doing a bit. I have mm-hmm. watched in real time that you do do that. Like you're like, no, no, <laughs> what's the rate? It's because it's creative work all, all, almost always Ooh, where people yeah. are like, oh, but you can like just do this, right? It's mm-hmm. it's the value of creative work of like, no, there's there's actual like time and energy. It's fun. Like if you're asking me to act in something for free, I am playing dress up, but also it's my time. Mm-hmm. It's work. Yeah, you do ask sure for, is. you do ask the rate. Yeah. When did that shift for you? I just got tired of doing, like I was doing shit for free all the time. And I got, I think it was like, a lot of it was reflecting back on old jobs when I let myself be taken advantage of repeatedly and just like, and by very wealthy people. And I'm like, I've had enough. And it's also like, this is my job. Mm -hmm. This is my job. And I also started to think about like, okay, I can do this for free. I have the time. But if I do this for free for two hours, that's two hours. I That's not my my time to myself. That's two hours. I can't go for a hike with a friend that I haven't seen in a while. That's two hours that I'm not sending out my own booking emails. That's, two, you know, like two You're not hours working. that I'm not writing. I'm not. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just fucking off for two. And that's not not to say like I won't help friends out with things. Like if if like actual friends of mine message me and they're like, hey, would you listen to this set and give me notes or whatever? Yeah, absolutely. But like, you don't know me or like you're asking me to do a favor for a friend of a friend of yours. Are you insane? Are you insane? Check your fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> Is it in an oven? What's happening? Like, <laughs> check your head there was somebody who you and I have both struggled with uh who um how do I say this has not been in the past respectful of our uh time spent working on our craft and uh I famously sent them an email that was like super straightforward like hey this is actually what I do for a living and uh here's uh some things that I am interested in doing for money um and things have taken a really really completely changed with that person for me and um and I think also like we and you and I have talked about this kind of privately of like um and I'm going to expose it now good can't wait um, <laughs> <laughs> about how like you and I perceive things as as being like either a zero or a 100 yeah. and nowhere in between and I think it's when you are when you approach somebody calmly and directly and you're like hey that actually uh doesn't work for me here's what would um you know thank you for thinking of me even if I think something is insulting or whatever I always say thank you for thinking of me because I'm like I genuinely mean that like I'm glad I came to mind as somebody who you thought was an expert on this thing Mm -hmm. also I am not going to be doing things for free like thank you and also no thank you and I I think what you and I part part of like I've noticed that like uh, why we think it's going to be a 10 is because before we speak up for ourselves, we spend so much time building it up into our head that we're enraged by the time we respond. And so we're afraid that they can see the, that rage and they can't. So calm. That's insane. You mean you're enraged. I am <laughs> the calmest person. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not unhinged. You're definitely not staying up at night, continuing an <laughs> argument that's not happening. Fuck you. 
you've lost no sleep. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> Never. Not even a wink. Well, congrats to you. Thank you. <laughs> Where's my trophy? We're different in that way. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I agree with that. And I think that's also like, if I learned nothing else from working at the comedy store, it was like, I was having to be confrontational every single night. Cause you're <laughs> fighting with people on the, like, yep, there's a two drink minimum. Yep. You're going to be able to, you're going to have to sit here. No, you can't scream. Yes. You're, t- you're overserved. No, I can't bring you anything up. Like that practice as much of a chaotic hellscape as that mm-hmm. was, that practice really did make me better at that. But I think I've been out of it for too long now where I'm like back mm-hmm. to, okay, well, I'll eat your pork a pork baguette because that's just you know and I I don't I think it's also because I just I don't want to have to I don't I'm so I can't be asked it's just like okay I can't fight this too I'm doing so much else that if you want to feed me shit I didn't order I'm like okay like I I and that's 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 part and parcel with other things it's like yeah I should set boundaries with people who are demanding I work for free they're giving me volunteer service opportunities left, right, and center all the time. Mm-hmm. I really should be like, hey, volunteer service opportunities. So many, so many. It's always creative work too. They really enjoy that being an option. Um, well, have you, would you say that, because as, as much as you said that like there's not service outside of LA or New York, mm-hmm. I would say the service is different. But what mm-hmm. I do appreciate in here in Texas is like, we had a situation with parking that we had to deal with last night and they were snippy kind of, but then they worked with us and there wasn't like, it just, it got solved. I feel like in LA, it's like, they're so geared up to fight that they're Mm -hmm. just like, what's the corporate stance? If it's a no, it's a no. I don't find that to be true here. And I will say, I do appreciate that they are willing to sort of acquiesce and work with you. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that is your interpretation of customers. Um, that wasn't something I had considered, but I will say people are friendlier here. Yeah. Just overall, they're willing yeah. to engage with you. They don't feel, I will say like the people are more on top of like checking on you in LA when you're seated in their section yeah. and they're depending on your tips. But also if you ask for something like, oh, do you have, you know, hot sauce back there? They act like you are asking them to do a real big favor and you know they're like i mean i can look that response i mean i can <laughs> ask i mean i can blah 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 can you Versus i don't like, need the ask. beginning just ask yeah. just do it just do it yeah the 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 i sometimes feel like i have always felt this way about every tattoo artist i've ever interacted with mm-hmm. like letting them permanently ink my body I like I'm they're doing me this huge favor by letting <laughs> that happen and I'm like I'm paying you for this exchange get over yourself do you know how many of you there are wait have from- you sat through a tattoo after somebody was rude to you Kate what what am I gonna do be like please take that needle out of me in this half finished experience wait how when did they start being rude midway or because it's they were- it's look it's a lot of ego and attitude to try and you gotta mm-hmm. fucking it's like you know you gotta walk to the left three paces and then stand upright sit back down do a circle before you can even enter the shop and they'll acknowledge you then once they acknowledge you girl here you talk to anybody who isn't if you're covered in tattoos they're nice to you because they're like oh you're part of the gang okay like you get it you're not just doing this as like a fad mm-hmm. if you have one-off tattoos like i do you walk i present as if i don't have them and then i'm like asking about it and they're like i mean i don't know the books right there it's like okay okay so those people i wouldn't let but like 
I have said this to my old roommate was covered in tattoos. She was real fun. And I said to her, I was like, they treat you so differently. Cause I went with her to get a tattoo for her to get a tattoo. And I was like, mm-hmm. they're nice to you. And she was like, well, they know I'm serious about it. So I have to get a tattoo on my face for you to be nice to me. I'm giving you 300 of my hard earned dollars. And, and I got to get a, a tear to suggest I've murdered someone before you're going to acknowledge that this is a customer service exchange. Mm-hmm. I could do a whole, I shouldn't go off about this too late, but I could do a whole episode. On <laughs> Wait, tattoos. were they all men that tattooed you or no. women? Uh, I've only been tattooed by men, but I've interacted okay, well, with, well, all right. You're going to blame all men. I'm trying to date. I'm Better, not trying. Yeah. I believe some men are nice. <laughs> Slide yeah, into some these of them. Men. Some of them are nice and they can get it. Come get it. <laughs> some can get it. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. That's that all you need to be it. nice. That's Don't. it. The bar is so low. It's so, we hold men to no standards. And yet, and, and yet, yet, and yet, and yes. I'm sure men listening are like, true. Well, then maybe that's not you. But check your friend Chad. What's he up to? I bet he's an asshole. <laughs> Shout out to my one friend Chad who definitely listens. She didn't mean you. <laughs> you're great. What's your last name, Chad? I'm sure I'm not it's, doing it. I'm not somebody doing it on that there. <laughs> Chad, text me. Um, <laughs> I'll let you know if you're who Kate's talked about. I'm kidding. Chad just. That's the name. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know yeah. any Chads currently. But I'm really surprised you haven't heard other people who have like one off tattoos talk about this because it's like it's such mm-hmm. a it's such a weird world. Anyway, all of that to say. No, I don't so- know any other uh, pussies that have just one tattoo. I'm kidding. <laughs> I, have more than I know one. you have like three or something. Good for you. you fixing it. You have three. two or three. Three. Okay. Um, Anyone is lucky you above your butthole. Why are you? Ta- no, <laughs> that's not accurate. I'm going to tattoo your face and see how they treat you. Please. I need a hook. <laughs> Blonde white lady ain't cutting it. <laughs> um, well, thank you for being on. Do you want to, I want you to promote all oh. the things you just record. Well, we can keep going. I just don't want to waste your time. We can keep going. I don't, oh, what sure. am I doing? I'm sitting, Kate, you can see I'm sitting in bed. Listen, audience, what I love is when a guest is like, I have nothing better to do. So it's a yes from me, dog. Like that just feels so nice to hear. I was going to chew on some glass. And then I was like, (laughs) I guess I could do this instead for a little while. Let it be on record that the options of being a guest on my show is either be a guest or chew glass. That's good. I'm glad that there's two options. All right. Well, then I will say, what do you miss about customer service? I know you've said you wouldn't come with a gun to your head. I'm never doing it again. Blah, I, know, blah, blah. I miss interacting with people to that degree. It's fun. I like being around people. I, I miss, you know what I really miss when I worked at uh, basics cafe in West Hollywood, um, all the regulars and a lot of them were elderly and they're not mm-hmm. like, you know, I know a few of them aren't around anymore. Um, and uh, it's, it, I just miss them because it's really it's just you know you build you, you have a relationship with somebody and they're you know it's that's that's hard to not see people regularly and I've maintained some friendships with some of the regulars um, but we don't see each other very often and it used to be a thing like if there's somebody in your life that you're used to seeing three four times a week and then it drops down to once a year and you genuinely really like them it's a bummer Mm-hmm. But it's not realistic to hang out three, four times a week with each of your friends, unless yeah. you're in preschool. 
<laughs> Which, God, those were the days. As an adult, they? unless you all live on a commune together and you're in a cult, oh, maybe that's why people do cults. Hey, actually, we solved that. <laughs> okay, and there we go, folks. That's a wrap. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that there is a piece of it that when you do have regulars, especially when you're as a bartender, I had regulars who came every single like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday for happy hour. And they like got me Christmas gifts and they were very like being plugged into a community in that way is really lovely. It's painful when you're like, this isn't the job I actually want to be doing. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, I'm like entrenched in this to the point where they're buying me gifts. That part is a little tough, but on the happier side of it, it's like, yeah, there is a, I mean, we are the community in which we live. Like that is who you're interacting with. You're going to see them probably more mm -hmm. than you're going to see your parents and more than you're going to see your cousins and whatever. Like, mm -hmm. cause these are the people that are in your life probably more day to day. I mean, a friend of mine once said, she was like, I see my barista more than I see my mom. And I was like, that's incredibly sad, but also probably true for most people. Unless it's you're also kid. sweet to just build a connection with somebody and like, yeah. because it's like, it's, it's also like, I feel like it's kind of um, I, the testament is too strong a word, but it's it it proves how much you do genuinely like a person without like they don't they they're not doing like career you're not getting career advancement out of it on the side like it proves how much you genuinely like a person if you're seeing each other in like ten minute increments and that's mm -hmm. enough to build uh a nice relationship out of you know yeah, that's a really good point yeah so that's, that's what you would say you good point so yeah no you don't always though um so you said <laughs> that's what you miss about customer service is kind of that yeah. like relationship building that and also like i gotta be on the spectrum because one thing <laughs> you know what i miss so I much <laughs> like filling little sugar caddies and like filling those little when i worked at marmalade cafe there was like little baskets of jam i love that shit too Oh but God, you, it's we so talked satisfying. About, because here's the thing though. I mean, you're for sure on the spectrum, but unrelated to that, <laughs> if anything that has a beginning, middle and end as a creative yes. person, it's why a lot of us end, end up being like obsessively clean because I just need something to be finished because creative work is never, ever, 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 <laughs> ever done. And you can always tweak and you can always do more and you can always rewrite. And you can always blah, 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 blah. That if something has an a, an actual ending, it's like, boy, the satisfaction of that is almost unmatched. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I see why that would be part of it. I think that's also probably without me even realizing it, part of my motivation. I mean, look, I want to sell a TV show. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to sell my special. Mm -hmm. But also I think that's part of maybe subconsciously my motivation to sell something because once it's sold, then it's done, done. Yeah. There's nothing you can do. It's gone through post. It's whatever, mm -hmm. you know, like once it's, I guess once it's sold and then airs, I mean, my, my, uh, you know, then you're, you're totally done. Mm-hmm. And you can put it behind you and be like, check that off the list. I mean, that was true with my album, my first album. I was like, ah, and now it's out and I'm good. I'm done. Yeah, I do. I would agree with that because that is a creative work, a job that is done. There's, I mean, you've listened to thousands of comics interviews at, where they say, you know, at, they go back and watch their like first special or their early stuff. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, I don't like that. That's such a creative conundrum because it's like a movie it's like you could put it through 7200 edits and it's still not going to be exactly what everybody what and it's just like at some point they say put it out put it out just be done and so yeah i think i i definitely agree and i think that part of customer service is really satisfying i was doing that last night i was just like 
we're done. This show's going too long. So I just started pulling all the menus, all of the numbers, everything off of the Mm -hmm. tables. And the girl that's worked there for a long time, she goes, Oh, I usually wait until it's completely over to do this. And I was like, nah, girl, we we send in messages here. Get out, go home. That comic's talking too much. Let's we wrapped. It's midnight. You were there for like four hours for a two hour show or whatever it was. Or like the show ended up being like four hours. Four hours. That show was four hours. That's too many hours. Which too many hours for a show. Yeah, yeah, it literally, it literally was. Because mm-hmm. eight to minute. Well, I guess it started right after eight, but that was because the guy that was begging women to send in pictures of them pissing, uh, he <laughs> went over by a little bit. So yeah, it's it, you know what, you run the clock when you absolutely have to, and that was necessary. Yeah, <laughs> that was the thing I watched with my eyes and heard with my ears. <laughs> I I was in the room and I completely heard none of that. Because here's the thing, again, like I said the other day, you and I, the way we process trauma is you forget it and I remember it. (laughs) (laughs) I got to say of the two. I don't want to be the keeper. (laughs) Yeah. Happy that I got the dementia around it. Really happy. (laughs) I'm like, wait, what? You're like, we were in a car wreck. I'm like, we were? She's she's like, yeah, you have a neck brace on. I'm like, this isn't an accessory? (laughs) This is necessary? (laughs) Oh, well, I feel like, I mean, in general, what do you think is the best type of customer service? You almost finished with the restaurant. You said basically balance between talking to you and ignoring you was the summary. I'm over, take my drink order, refill it when it's low. I I shouldn't have to flag you down for water. You can see it. It's not costing you anything. What are you Mm -hmm. doing? Keep the coffee coming. Also like, also, also just learn a little timing. If my food is coming and you have not brought my drinks yet, I'm fucking pissed i don't want i don't want to have my like you know morning eggs with hash browns and whatever without having a coffee the flavors all go together there's a reason certain drinks go with certain foods don't Mm -hmm. you you bring me my drink first and also like bring appetizers come first there's just things that make sense guys there's things that make sense do you want if if one more person asks me this do you want the appetizers out first or do you want them with the main meal? Now, if I'm ordering the appetizer as my main meal and you know that, then obviously I want that out with my friend's meal. But if I have ordered chips and dip for the table, we can assume, feels like a safe bet, that mm-hmm. that should come out now because I know mm-hmm. it takes you one scoop and then a little bit of salsa that's prepackaged and to the table. Mm-hmm. I don't want that when my incorrect Mm -hmm. uh, pork sandwich is coming out. I don't want them simultaneously. Mm -hmm. I want one ahead of the other. I want to fill up on chips and then feel all my shame when I also finish my entire meal in front of me after three baskets of chips. Don't don't (laughs) ask stupid questions. Don't do that. Do not. Do not. Oh, well, Lisa, this was a disaster, uh, as predicted. (laughs) So what a waste of everyone's time. why don't you tell people uh, the dumb shit you're doing? Uh, well, I, as Kate mentioned before, I co-host a really fun podcast with my friend Matthew Sheffield, and it's called Doom Scroll. Get it wherever you listen to podcasts, except for here because we're rivals. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, please give me a follow on Instagram because I need my numbers up before I pitch my thing. You're getting good content. I'm posting clips. 
I'm posting four to five thousand four to five thousand photos of my dog per day. Mm-hmm. So that's good. When I travel, <laughs> I post a lot of travel stuff. So like if you're not a traveler, well, guess what? I'm going all over the place this year. I'm gonna be in Flagstaff. I'm gonna be in Phoenix. I'm gonna be in Vegas. I'm gonna be in San Diego and New York and New Jersey and Hawaii and Belgium and Germany and Wales and England and the Netherlands and Luxembourg and where else I think that was the end of that run for wow. now everybody fell asleep that was neat you were just naming <laughs> places what a fun ride we just so, went on. Yeah, so follow me on Instagram at Olympian Lisa Curry and when she sells her special and you get to see it you'll feel you'll figure out or you'll learn why that is her handle don't tell us here Mm-hmm. Um, and okay. So find you Olympia at Olympian Lisa Curry, uh, doom scroll and look out for your special in the, in the coming year of our Lord, 2024. Yeah. Um, yeah. You can find me on all the things at BK Gaffney. You can find service from hell at service from hell podcast at gmail.com, or you can find us at service from hell on IG. Really appreciate all of you all listening. Patreon. Appreciate you watching. Uh, and yeah. Oh, any- they can see me. You're good. Anyway. Lisa's really upset now. We didn't fully disclose. Like, uh, oh, no. Anything I else to insane. say? No, you, well, you're awake. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> anything else to say? No, tip your servers, That's I good. guess. Yeah. Tip your servers and don't be a creep at comedy shows, please. And that includes comics. Don't be a creep. That's actually mostly for comics. Don't be it's a creep. All, it's all exclusively for comics. That's good. <laughs> um, thank you folks so much for listening. Remember, uh, oh, I forget my outro. This was a bonus episode, so I don't have to do it. I don't ever have to do it. We're making up all the rules. Uh, Remember, if you can't afford a tip, you can't afford to to go out. So don't be garbage and be good to people. It's easier that way. Thanks for listening to this episode with my idiot friend, comic voice actor, Lisa Curry. We'll see you folks. What a good view that is. Uh, (laughs) We'll see you folks next week. Good night. (laughs) 